Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. No, 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 no one. No one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the money. Let's, let's get it rolling. BetQL picking fatties. Hey, welcome back. It's BetQL picking fatties. Sports betting podcast. Thanks for the listen. It is Sunday, September 4. We are in Labor Day Sunday. Fish and Skippy coming to you from Virginia and Colorado. DB and Freehold producing. What's up? Uh, of course, keep up the downloads, subscriptions, and you can tweet us anytime at Picking Fatties. Mr. Torgrosa, what's up? Maryland was poop a loop. Mm. Other than, other than we that, had a good day. we had a good day. Yeah, other than Maryland, everything we, we had talked about with the big play on Coastal, big play mm-hmm. on Arkansas. Uh, Vandy didn't cover, which was a little surprising that they they were up big early, and then they kind of – I think Elon put up two or three touchdowns. They might have only put up one more. Other than that, other than that, yeah, good day in football. A lot of – two teams stood out as, again, this year. Bennett Bennett's definitely gotten better. I know they played Oregon, who's not any good in my opinion, but Bennett looks like he's taken a little bit step – a step further, step ahead, in my opinion, with his passing. Yeah, I mean, Oregon was just <clears> – <throat> They were just outmanned. You know, they look like an FCS team in terms of their talent compared to Georgia. Georgia was so much bigger, faster, better, quicker, um, to the ball quicker, better tacklers. They, yeah, I, I was mean, shocked. I'm shocked Oregon with Bo Nix, who really truly does stink. And uh he stunk at Auburn and he stinks now at, at as far as he's just not he's just not a good quarterback. I'm just shocked they would even be sniffing the top. 11 in college football i mean i know rankings really truly do mean nothing but uh i was just shocked at how i mean that oregon team was wasn't good last year with brown as the quarterback when they played good teams they got hammered by utah both times but they look like uh they look like a either georgia's just hasn't lost a beat or missed a step and they're going to be just as dominant this year or that Oregon team has taken three steps backward. Maybe it's a combination of both. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, that's a good question. I, Georgia just reloads, you know. I mean, I know they reload, they, but then they barely had any transfers. They don't even take that many transfers in the portal. So there's, it's they're just so good based on their recruiting because they're just recruiting the best kids in the country and their immediate impact players. And you're right about Bennett. He's he just got better and better and better. And, but when you have the athletes at receiver and running back and tight end and five, pretty much five offensive linemen in front of you, 
from the NFL. They're going to be NFL offensive linemen. They're, I mean, they're just better than everybody else. Now, we'll see what happens against Bama <clears throat> if they play them, but it's, they're just better than Oregon. They're more talented. Well, they're obviously <laughs> clearly more talented. Then, you know, I was I – was Well, here's pretty- another thing about Oregon. They've got a quarterback, a highly recru- uh, recruited quarterback, Ty Thompson, who's 6'4", athletic kid, who's sitting behind Bo Nix. And Thompson – I don't know if Thompson redshirted last year. He might have redshirted last year, but he was very highly recruited. If Bo Nix struggles – now, they play Eastern Washington next. They should roll them. But then they play BYU. If he struggles in the BYU game and they somehow lose that, I say Lanning probably just goes to the young kid. If I was landing, I would go to the young kid because here's now, the thing. Right. Well, your season, you're done. Okay. You're not going anywhere. Yes, you could go to a bowl, but it's over, Johnny. You're not recovering. You don't even have to, the talent to sniff of making a run at a playoff. And Bo Nix was the same quarterback at Auburn. I mean, he just was. He wasn't, he's, he hasn't taken the next step. He looked lost yesterday, you know, early on. Pick, pick. pick. I mean, it's just, so I don't think – I mean, even if he throws nine touchdowns against Eastern Washington, and even if they did beat BYU, which is going to be questionable because BYU is pretty good this year. Um, mm-hmm. But even if they beat BYU, what does that mean? I mean, they're not going to – he's not going to beat Utah, or he's not going to beat some of the better teams they play. They're just not, and and they're not going to go anywhere anyway. The Pac-12 with the loss of Utah as well, which brutal, brutal at the end of the game, just – Mm-hmm. just a terrible decision. He needed to roll right. Like we talked about the whole right side of the field. I mean, that there was a hundred people in the middle of that field yesterday on his left side, just a hundred of them. And I just couldn't believe he didn't roll out. Even if you take a sack or you throw it away with some single coverage on that side, you at least have time to kick, spike the ball, kick a field goal. But either way, the pack 12 outside of USC, um, you know, unless someone like UCLA just, and they didn't look great for most of the game. But Pac-12's got zippy chance. Zippity well, let's, do. Let's see Outside what of USC. Yeah, let's see what happens with USC. Oregon, who knows? Oregon plays Utah late in the year at home. We'll see what happens there. They don't play USC. And I, I just think that that play at the very end from rising was kind of an inexperienced quarterback. He hasn't played a lot of college football. He played the full year last year and then, of course, yesterday. So he hadn't played a ton of football. Maybe a more experienced quarterback – you know, he didn't take his eyes off the left side. He was right on that tight end who he was going to all day. Maybe a more experienced quarterback looks right and sees the open uh, end zone on that side and tries to run over there. But you can't throw the ball and try and force it when you're only down three and you're on the 10. I mean, you know, and like you say, force that to whole, overtime. the whole rights and he's a right handed. You said I couldn't I didn't pay attention to the whole right side of the end zone. And he, he had almost 100 yards rushing. Right. I mean. If he gets he can to run. the out, he can, he's he can athletic. Run. Yeah. If he gets to the outside, he's probably going to score. If, if if nothing else, he could run out of bounds. He, again, even if he takes a sack, you get up, you get everyone in the line, you spike it. You you still had enough time even to spike it with one or two seconds. You go to OT. Utah looked good. They had to stop Florida on the last drive. Florida's going to be what they're going to be. They looked fine. Well, let's didn't. give let's give props to Anthony Richardson. He was unbelievable. I mean, his passing numbers were just so so, but to run for um, what did he run for? Over 100 yards and oh, three yeah, touchdowns. I mean, he's yep. just an athletic freak. 6'4", 235, can run. 
Strong Big win arm. for Napier. Napier's win. first game. Huge win. win. Place was Utah should have won the game because when you get down there and you're inside the 10 with 25 seconds left or whatever was on the clock, yeah, you should win that game. At the very least, you're going to overtime. Right. You're going to OT. And get back uh, to Georgia real quick. Um, they, you know, they suffered a, a I don't know how serious it's going to be, but their best, or excuse me, um, getting back to Ohio State, Ohio State to, to Notre Dame. 21-10, and I don't know how serious the injury is going to be to Njigba, their stud receiver. He only had two catches. He uh, he got tackled, and the guy landed awkwardly on his left leg, I believe, maybe his ankle. So he wasn't the same after that. So let's see going down the road how serious that injury was. But Ohio State, um, they didn't look great offensively, but Notre Dame, I thought, looked better defensively than I expected. Oh, way, way better uh yeah, Notre Dame. I mean, now offensively, Notre Dame is going to be not very good. Buckner right. just Buckner's just he's just not very good. But they had a great game plan on defense. I thought their defense is definitely better than I think most people thought. Um, everyone predicted Ohio State. You know, they're just giving them fifty points a game. And again, it's week one. Maybe we see a different Ohio State team this year. As far as they're just going to be more of, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't that impressed with Stroud yesterday, even at all. I mean, at times he looked good, and at times he didn't look good. So, well, that's a top five team that they were playing. Now, I'm not saying that Notre Dame is that talented in terms of the other teams that they're ranked um, above, but you know, I mean, when you come out of the gate and you're playing Notre Dame, you don't have any sort of a warm up game. Then you're no, probably going to str- you're going to struggle a little bit. I was a little, I was surprised at. I thought that Ohio state would have a lot more speed than Notre Dame, like cause their offense I thought would be faster. And then Notre Dame's defense doesn't look that fast. Right. And I thought they'd have an edge there and it didn't for most of the game, they didn't have an edge. I mean, let's be honest if for Ohio state, if, if that's a team, if that's last year's Notre Dame offense, mm-hmm. right. With the defense that showed up yesterday, Ohio state's Oh, and one. Yeah, they lose, right? I mean, they're in trouble. So they have some work. Butler can run a little bit. Oh, he can. They should just let him run as much as they can because, yeah, he's just a so-so passer, but he can run. He's athletic. And we'll see again. We always get. We do this every. We do it. We'll do it. We'll do it this time next. Well, not this time, but tomorrow. And we're not having a show tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow when we recap or whenever we do the show to recap the NFL, we do the same thing in the NFL. It's week one. We overhype it. The Jags are going to the Super Bowl. The Redskins are going to be the, you know, whoever, who or the commanders, whoever, whoever plays well. We And we're doing it in college too, but we have to see how it progresses in the next few weeks. But I was a little bit surprised that I thought Ohio State would have an advantage on the outside, and it, they really didn't look like they did. Alabama did what I thought they would do. They had ridiculous over 40 at the at halftime and then Saban took his foot off the gas pedal like he like he usually does and they didn't score in the fourth quarter and he played three quarterbacks I believe but Bryce Young threw five touchdowns they win 55 nothing I thought Utah State would manage seven to ten maybe four no points they pulled Bonner early in the second quarter because they just right. said this is a shit show right what what's funny is the kid Burton who's a transfer from Georgia who was a forgotten at Georgia is, will be a star at Bama by the will be a star just like Correct. was it Williams last year or Williamson for Bama who was Jameson Williams yeah, he's yeah he was forgotten transferred from Ohio State yeah yep. 
the forgotten one at Ohio State, and then he obviously. So it's it's funny. They people just the kids just say, "Look, I'm just going to go. I want to go to the NFL, so I'm not playing at Ohio State, even though I should be. Let me go to Bama and be a first rounder because they Bama yeah. hasn't missed a beat. Now the key, the thing for Bama this, and again, it's Utah State, so we'll find out. I did, I do feel like their defense looked a little better yesterday. Well, I think it will be better because last year it was poop. Well, but they were young. They were really they were young. young, right? But they they got some guys in there. They got a little bit older. The um, the stud, the Will Anderson kid's a stud. He could be he's the number a, one overall a, pick. Yeah, he's a first rounder for sure if he stays yeah. healthy. Um, so he's uh, yeah. I think their defense is going to be much better. Offensively, they're going to be fine. Bryce Young had six touchdowns, including one rushing rush for hundred yards as well. Um, but I thought I would hit that over 62 and a half. And, um, I thought Utah state would score a little bit, but we still had a good day. I mean, you hit the Arkansas play. That was your big play. You hit coastal. I hit the UCLA game minus 23 and a half, even though they were down 17, seven, they still covered. I don't know how I hit the Oregon Georgia under because. Well, they had that. That's it was the same score for like a quarter and a half. They they didn't score a point. Correct. And they didn't score a point in the fourth quarter. Right. I'm saying in the middle of the third or late in the third, it was like 49 to three. Actually, no, they scored early in the fourth quarter. Maybe it was early. Yeah. Yeah. But there was, I think they went 13 minutes without scoring. So I I don't know how I won that. Um, And then I hit the tease. The teaser King came up big. The teaser Kings want to know with the uh, Arkansas, Ohio state tease that hit. So we had a pretty good day. I went two and two in baseball and, uh, but one of them was a plus money with the Cardinals. So, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I think, you know, it started off bad because Maryland looked – I thought Maryland looked average at best offensively. I think they should have won that game by 35. Well, I was I was in the bank. It was 17 to nothing. It was six minutes and eight seconds exactly in the first half. Mm-hmm. Buffalo had missed two field goals but had been able to drive. You said the bone smuggler will show up. And he did. And I, and I deleted your text knowing that you had just sent – you had just sent him. You sent him to col- – you sent him to College Park, and that's what happened. He shows up. On that drive, they have a third and 11. I say to myself, okay, so now I'm listening to it in the car. If they stop them, boom, don't stop them. Then they have a third and 10. If they stop them, the quarterback runs for like 16 yards. So Maryland looked poor. I thought thought their offense looked stagnant at times. Like I was really surprised. So at the end of the first half, they get the ball. Buffalo scores with three minutes and three seconds in the first half. Now, any other time – when you're doing a game, a team like Maryland, of course they're going to take that time to work on their two minute, get right. the team together and say, fellas, this is the perfect time. We've been practicing it all spring. This is the two minute. We're going to do it like we would in a big game. We're going down the field. We're going to score. They're running the ball. Running they're, the ball. They're, they're, they couldn't protect him. He, he couldn't throw the ball. I, I couldn't believe it. Fourth in a yard, they run it up the middle with a 285 pound guy. They get nothing. Zippy. They got a first down after um, Talia Tungavailoa. I think he completed a pass to one of the receivers for 10 yards. They had a first down at midfield. So they're at the 50. 
They called a timeout. They still have one more timeout left, but they had you know 40 seconds left. They they run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. But why? My question is: with three minutes, why did it take you? And when you're in a two minute offense, why would it take you two minutes and seven seconds to go like 30 yards? I mean, what what the fuck are they doing? It was they, bad play yeah, calling. Bad. Execution. It was my bad on that play. I should have never picked it, but I just I thought I was. I read the hype. Buffalo was is not going to be good this year. Um, I didn't think defensively Maryland got any pressure, like you and I talked about on the QB. And so, so it's they're finished. I'm I'm gonna have to go against the Terps the rest of the year. They're out. Yeah, they were just underwhelming. I was just looking at the third down conversions. Um, yeah, I mean Buffalo was five for sixteen, but, but er, it was early. But it was all earlier. Yeah, yeah, it was all early. All early. All yeah. early. So uh, we lose that, but I think we had a pretty good day. So we'll get back on it uh, this week. Of course, we'll be talking NFL week one, and then college week two all week. Uh, it's just a big week. Any other games uh, that you wanted to touch on from yesterday? No. Uh, I would say that. Oh, here's one. I can't believe this. Iowa scores seven points, and it wasn't a touchdown. It was a field goal and two safeties. Two safeties, correct. Yep. Wow. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that either. I would say I watched a lot of the Oklahoma game. Yeah, I would say with, on that. I would say with Gabriel, they're not, I mean, they'll be fine, but he's not taking them to the playoffs. Um, they look good. I mean, it's hard because UTEP, uh, you know, is not, yeah, is not any good, but um, they do run kind of a hurry up offense. And I'm not sure how good the big 12 uh, is even going to be because Iowa state's not going to be as good. You know, Kansas State, we don't know about. I don't think Texas is going to be a good. We're going to find out a lot about Texas next Saturday at noon. Yeah, I didn't get to see any of Quinn Ewers yesterday. Uh, he did okay. I mean, it, late in the game at one point, I think he was 16 for 24. I mean, it's not like they they did the – I don't even know what the final was. At one point, I think it was – 52 to 10. So it was 52 to 10. So maybe they put on some points late. Right. Um but we'll find out, like you say, you're gonna know, you're gonna know all you need to know about Texas next Saturday if they somehow sure. win the game. Uh oh! If they just get tramp, I mean, just trampled, then they're just regular old poopy Texas like they've been the last few years. I was surprised that Syracuse destroyed Louisville. Unbelievable! Um, that that now that was a very shocking score, and not only destroyed them, but Louisville couldn't score. Couldn't score, and Malik Cunningham, who's been there forever and who's a good dual threat guy and had a big year last year. A lot of people expected him to, you know, maybe be even in the Heisman race this year through two picks. He was awful and they lose game 31 seven. That did surprise me. No, that, that, of- that I, I would agree. That surprised me as well. I was. And how about the Arkansas Cincy game? Um, of course we had that pretty big or you had it pretty big and they win by seven. So they do cover. And I had them in the tees and, you know, we kind of talked about that before the game started and gave our thoughts on what we thought Cincinnati was going to be. And they lost a ton of guys. They just did. They lost a ton on offense. But, but They lost a ton on defense. And, you know, it's 31-24. Arkansas has the ball back. And then K.J. Jefferson has a big third down run to seal it and um, and burn the clock. So they win by seven. They win by seven. I thought that Bryant looked – I mean, he missed – I mean – for those that did do Arkansas and you won by half point, you can get on your knees and thank your lucky stars because there was there were probably in the first half for sure and into the third quarter at least three 
where mm-hmm. Bryant, and I mean two of them, the kids were run, just running wide open and yep. he missed them. Now he settled down, I thought, in the second half. If they played that game again today, right now, they kick off right now, not sure that would be the same result because since he was just out of sorts for the first and they got lucky with some plays too, I wasn't as impressed. Jefferson, although his numbers weren't terrible, um, he's not super accurate. No, no, he's he's not a great thrower. He's he's a big kid. He can run, but he's not a great thrower. I agree. Houston beats Texas San Antonio in overtime. Crazy, crazy game. T- talking about overtime games, we'll we'll talk about it in a second. But with the uh, UNC and App State, what a great finish! But uh, Clayton Toon finishes with three touchdowns and ran for one. And Frank Harris on the other end for Texas San Antonio was 28 for 43 for 340 and three touchdowns, also ran for one. And Clayton Toon had an unbelievable athletic play in uh, in the overtime when they went for two, and they outscored them 13-11 in the OT, so they win that game 37-35. That was fun to watch, the parts that I did watch. By the way, Western Kentucky buries Hawaii in that late-night game, just him. Mm-hmm. So Hawaii is coming to Michigan this week. I don't know what the line can be. It might be in. It's going to be in the forties. Yeah, but but they but might. You, but you uh, might have to roll it. You, you might, might have just, to roll it. It might yeah. be a first half play next week where you just say you're going to just take Michigan minus thirty one and they're up for because they're just going to hammer them. Best game of the day, like you just touched on, App State North Carolina. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Actually, that um, did not go into overtime. I, I was mistaken, but they scored sixty two in the fourth. That's one short of the FBS record for. For one quarter, 62 points. I'll tell you, App State showed me a lot on offense, like in the, for the Sun Belt. They're, they might be even better and more explosive. Now, defensively, and I got to say, the kid Drake May, mm-hmm. he can run and throw. I'm very impressed. I know that last week, and I know it was App State yesterday, so we'll see when they get into the ACC, but he looked good defensively. Obviously, North Carolina hasn't even gotten a little bit better, but – Big week uh, this coming wow. week again. We have Thursday coming with the NFL, and then obviously you have college football and everything else. So do you have picks today? Are we going to get to picks? Yeah, real quick, just want to touch on some baseball from yesterday. Okay. Uh, first of all, the Yankees still cannot hit and can't win. Their 15-and-a-half game lead is now four. Think about that, four. They had three hits yesterday. They it's, lost. We talked about it. It's here, four. 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 Yeah. They are since the all-star break, I believe they're 15 and 25 or maybe 15 and 26. So they're just dead right now. And judge um, hits number 52 though. Judge did hit number 52, but they can't win down to a four game lead uh, over Tampa. Tampa wins yesterday, two to one Orioles continue to just roll it. They beat the A's eight to one yesterday. Uh, now they're still, I think a game and a half back in the wild card. They can't, but it's funny. They, we've been talking about it for a month. They can't close the one and a half. They just can't do it. I don't know. It's crazy. Well, their season's going to be whenever they play Toronto. Cause yeah, they, they play got, Toronto they 10 times. Left. They got yeah. 10 times left. So yeah. I thought so you said go, 13 times, but is it only 10? I think it's, I think it's 10. I think I botched that. I think I said it was 12 or 13, but it was only 10. Okay. Bad, bad match. Well, that's their season. That's that's, that's their it. season. If they go seven and three or eight and two against Toronto, then maybe they can get to that second wild or that third wild card. But right now, you're right because Toronto won yesterday. Well, they the, just can't pick up the one and a half. They just everyone keeps winning. How about this though, Cardinals? Mariners four, six straight. Yeah, Cardinals since August first, twenty four and seven. Mm. Lunacy. 
Yep, and they won. They've won three straight. Um, scored eight runs yesterday. Goldschmidt's just having an unbelievable year. He'll be the National League MVP. The Dodgers came back. Uh, it was one of my plays yesterday. They came back and pummeled the pods 12 to 1. National League wild card, still the same. Um, the Phillies lost to the Giants yesterday. So the Phillies are starting to come back to the pack a little bit. They've lost two straight. But uh, Atlanta, by the way, only two back of the Mets. Max Scherzer leaves after five. Said he was a little tired on his left side. Who knows what that means? That's what you got to worry about with the with the Mets because Degrom has had injury history. Now he's been great since he came back. Max has been great this year, but you got to worry about him after, especially after what happened last year with the Dodgers when he got hurt in the postseason. Um, but they the Braves are just two back in the Mets. Yes, and the Padres are the oh, second wild card. Phillies still hanging on to that third wild card by two and a half. So. Um, yes. Not not much change in the wild card standings. We'll see what happens today and the rest of the week. But um, all right, you want to make some picks? I've got no picks except for tomorrow night's game. You do today's picks. No show tomorrow, people, because it's a holiday. But I'm going to pick. I'm not picking tonight's game, but I am picking tomorrow night's game. I'll just go first. So right. and then you can do your baseball. Uh, I think that if Clemson is really going to be back, if this is the real Clemson, I think we're going to know all we need to know about Clemson tomorrow night. Their defense is supposed to be one of, if not the top or one of the top in the country. Georgia Tech, this is a depleted Georgia Tech team. They've had tons of people transfer. Clemson last year offensively was anemic. They were not very good. Mm -hmm. If Clemson even is grasping, because the good Clemson, the old Clemson offense wins this game tomorrow night, 42 to 10, 42 to 17 in covers. I think the line's 20 or 21. I'm going to take Clemson tomorrow night, tomorrow night to bury Georgia Tech. All right. I see an updated number of 23 and a half on my Perfect. number. Well, I'm taking them to bury them at that number, too. All right. 24. All right. So they win by 24 or more. I'm going to play tonight's game just because I, I want to and I want a little sweat. And I'm going to take Florida State plus the three and a half. Um, we'll see what LSU has. Different quarterback. Obviously, Brian Kelly's first game. Florida State, I think, was getting better. Towards the end of the season last year, experienced quarterback Jordan Travis Norvell's been recruiting better. Uh, games that you know, not at LSU, it's in New Orleans, so neutral field, neutral stadium. We'll see. I'm sure there'll be a ton of LSU fans there, but Florida State travels, and I'll take Florida State plus the three and a half tonight. And I've got two baseball plays for you. Um, got to stick with a hot team with the Baltimore Orioles, and I'm going to take the Orioles again on the run line. Um, plus 115, this is going to be Watkins against Martinez for Oakland. Plus 115 on the run line. That's a 135 start. And I'll go uh, Atlanta today. So also a 135 start run line. Max Freed going against Lopez. Um, Atlanta run lines minus 110. So Braves, Orioles run line for me. Florida State plus the three and a hook. And, of course, you're going to have Clemson tomorrow minus 23 and a half. Correcto. So no show tomorrow, back next week. Not sure what the schedule is yet, but we're going to figure it out. But All back right, Skippy, have a great Sunday and have a great uh, Labor Day. Tell Christy Wisty I said what's up, and um, we will talk to you on Tuesday. Out. Beep. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. 
leave a rating and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week and we're giving out fatties 